This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 298. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this bonus episode we are looking at a brand new title released by Shudder. That's right, a Shudder exclusive. We will be doing a non-spoiler overview review of Blood Vessel. Now know what you're thinking Duncan, why the non-spoiler and why the overview review? Well, because I am setting my life's mission this year to get you to subscribe to fucking Shudder. Now, you might be thinking, Duncan, are Shudder sponsor? No, Shudder are not sponsoring the podcast Under the Stairs. I don't think they understand who we are. I don't think they would want anything to do with us, frankly. Um, but I am a firm kind of, like, drum beater, if we can call it that. Firm fan. An advocate, so to speak of the content this year. I, I think Shudder are doing something really kind of special and as a result I encourage you to, if you've not, take up their 7 day free review and check out this movie even if I didn't think it was great and I don't want to give away my hand too quickly but as premises go this movie should have been bitching and you'll find out why I maybe feel it isn't necessarily all that cool after the first break when we get into the review. Now, welcome to a brand new episode. We're still in this weird awkward transition between October's full-on horror mania and December's You Control the Month, so let's get down and dirty. And November is stuck in between. It's an unfulfilling sort of flabby, flaccid third party in the middle of a sexy sandwich. You know what I mean? If you're having the menage a toi, and you're getting down and you're getting dirty, the last thing you want is a kind of rubbery filling. You want something firm and tight. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. You've been there. You've done things. Maybe at college. Maybe yesterday. I'm not judging. I'm just jealous. Um, but yeah, so this is... like What you want is you want something kind of awesome. And November is always a weird transitional month for me, so you tend to find weird and bizarre content being released. And we're still kind of fairly at the beginning of the month, so... Um, I would love to see I have a grand design and grand plan for this month, but I really, really, really don't. We'll just see what happens. I'll roll with them punches, so to speak, and uh, have a ball. Have some fun. It's 2020. This year's been fucking miserable. Let's let's lighten it up, shall we? So, um, you still have this week to get an episode on Saturday. It's a bonus episode. I have no idea what it's going to be. And then Sunday, we return to the Arrow video assortment, and we're looking at Pitch Black. Woo! That Arrow 4K UHD Blu-ray is sitting there, winking at me, saying, Hiya, Duncan. How's it going? And maybe you want to play it? And yes, I do. Yes, I do. I want to check that movie out. Second time this year I've watched it. Weird. Because I went through almost a decade not seeing it. So, them's the breaks. 
Now, on the Teapots Collective, this Sunday, you get a kind of overview return to Chronicle as we do an epilogue to the series, um, kind of covering some of the titles in the folk horror genre that we never covered in the season that I think are worth your time. So hopefully you will enjoy the episode. It's fairly loosey-goosey, but it gives you something out on that channel, and there's plenty still to come from the Collective this month, including two episodes of Opera Omnia, an episode of Doing the Nasty, and a little bit of tickling your fancy with Where to Begin with Giallo. So there you go. So let's get into this. This episode is going to be nice and breezy and maybe not as sleazy as I would like, but it will still steer you in the right direction, away from a Nazi ship filled with vampires. That's right. You're going to hear the trailer for the movie, Blood Vessel. When I return, I am reviewing it right after this. Want to learn more about horror directors? With a lighthearted look at three of their movies, meet fearless podcaster Gore Blimey. I've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots, and I've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo. Discover horror films that are classics, and others too. There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial arts, a deep fried But it's not all silliness. You'll get proper movie breakdowns, opinion, and background information too. Yep, in the 80s and 90s, Jeff Stryker was huge in gay porn. In every sense. So if you're a horror film fan, come and check out the Trilogy of Terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on your podcatcher one of those people that has a certain charisma and a certain style and I'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me the trilogy of terror podcast where we try three times harder to give you the willies you know what I think is strange who the other one anyone we just start no boys enough always is fighting and shouting no one comes to see. Engine's running, but nobody's home. Bet this tub's still crawling with crowds. What the? I heard fly boys talking about women's causing all kinds of trouble. You know, whatever happened on this ship it wasn't gremlins. Something far more real. And that was strange. Oh, hello, darling. Is this yours? Get fucked. Killing monsters for years. You know what hurt. You found nothing of death. Yeah, I've been through worse.
not so easy to kill, no? As mad as a cat's name. Piece of piss, mate. And welcome back, mother truckers. You've just heard the trailer for Blood Vessel. This has just appeared on Shudder. It's available now. You can go out and check it out if you are that way inclined. And maybe you should be. Maybe this movie will resonate a bit better with you than it did with I. Now, this is directed by Justin Dix. Now, I will be honest, I'm a child. And his surname made me laugh more than it should. More than a mature adult should laugh at someone's surname. Um, I hate myself. Uh, the synopsis for this one is somewhere in the North Atlantic, late 1945, a life raft adrift at sea, and in it, the survivors of a torpedoed hospital ship. With no food, water, or shelter, all seems lost until an abandoned German minesweeper drifts ominously towards them, giving them one last chance at survival. The movie itself stars Nathan Phillips, Alassa Sutherland, probably not how you pronounce it, Robert Taylor is in it, Christopher Kirby, Alex Cook, Mark Diaco, uh, John Lloyd Billingham, Troy Larkin, Vivian Perry, Ruby Isabel Hall, Steve Young and some other folks are in this movie. Um, we're to begin with this. So, non-spoiler review. Um, so, in non-spoilers, I tend to cover the broader strokes of what I like and what I dislike about the movie. Now, what I liked about the movie is it's actually shot really well. It's it's got a it's got a visual style about it that I rather enjoyed. Certainly doesn't look like it is set in 1945, but they've tried to put a little bit of an attention to. To detail in here, and with a movie called Blood Vessel and a movie about Nazis and zombies, and well, not as Nazi zombies, Nazis and vampires and stuff like that, you, you kind of shouldn't go in expecting too much. And I had actually spoken to my good friend, Mr. Bo Ransdell, hopefully, you're listening, Bo, uh, who had given me the heads up that he thought this was kind of trashy. And I was like, well, if Bo thinks it's trashy, and Bo likes them movies trashy, then what does that mean for Duncan? And I maybe, I don't know if I dislike it more than them. I think I'm probably in line with them. There's a lot in here which should really work. Thematically speaking, I don't mind. We've got a weird, like, obsession in the horror genre with kind of replaying 1945 events with Nazis. I don't know what it is. It's it's probably because of the, the ultimate evil. You don't really have to worry about creating a villain. As soon as you put a swastika on him, that's him. He's the he's the most evil guy in the room. Um, so that kind of that kind of idea is is okay. Also, kind of leaning into the idea that you know Hitler was obsessed with you know these mythical uh, items from history leans into this idea that maybe he went searching for Dracul. Maybe he got more than he bargained for. And that's okay. And then there's a whole lot of who gives a fuck here, like, on, on the boat. Like, uh, it's weird because this is a movie that it's, it's a movie that on paper should really, really, really work. Should be fun and actiony and goofy and over the top and just like a bloodbath is what is demanded from this movie. Gory and and if it's got a terrible acting, it's okay because it's behind buckets of viscera. 
and it doesn't have a lot of that. There is a lot of needless character development, and I know what you're thinking, Duncan, you love character development. Yes, I do. I love it when it's well-placed. In this movie, it's not well-placed. Some of the dialogue is cringe. Cringe Cringe-inducing. And I'm not entirely sure who they employed to check the script here, but some of these words don't sound like the words that would come out of someone in 1945 whose hospital ship had just been blown down by Nazis in a U-boat. Um, I didn't, that, that aspect didn't work, but I did like the way it was shot. Cinematography's kind of cool. Effects, not bad at all. In fact, even some of the practical effects fucking surprised me. I didn't expect them to be as, as well designed as they are. Uh, the score of the movies, ton of fun as well. I, I enjoyed that aspect. And the design of the vampires themselves, really fucking cool. I enjoyed that. The problem is you have to wade through a lot of this movie to get to the stuff that you really want to see in this movie. And it's not a particularly long movie, it's an hour and a half. And you could count the on-screen time with the vampires as not nearly enough for a movie called Blood Vessel. Where you're just like, yes, it's punny, it works on several different levels and I'm looking forward to getting stuck in. I kind of hope this movie bites back. You know, I hope it has sharp teeth. Can't wait to see its fangs. Um, And it just didn't land the way. The problem is it's a bit too serious to be goofy and it's not as serious enough to be serious. So it exists somewhere in between where tonally it doesn't all really marry together. The acting is fine. There's not bad acting here but the dialogue doesn't really work with the characters. Um, and like I say, visually, it's really engaging, it's rich. It, it, like, it, if I watched this movie with the volume off, I could feel myself being absorbed by the visuals on the screen. I, I really liked that aspect. It looked like there was a bit of money spent on this, which is really weird. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I've, been, I've been debating this all day today because I initially started the morning with a, a clear view of what my grade for Blood Vessel was going to be and I've kind of swayed 0.5 either side of it since this morning when I've thought of well it's actually quite a cool composition and a cool shot um, and I like the way the movie ends as well to be honest I, th- I actually think the end and it sticks a landing which felt satisfying to me which a lot of these movies don't fucking do uh, is the same generic end and this one at least put its own spin on it in a way that felt relatively satisfying so I like the cinematography I like, for the most part, the creature effects and some of the practical effects. I like the lighting in the movie and I like the score. The acting is okay. The story is pretty dumb and if tonally the movie had matched that dumb kind of story, it would have worked a bit better. The dialogue at times is a bit cringe-inducing and there's a whole lot of character development which doesn't really go anywhere and is kind of needless. And it doesn't necessarily give you what you want from a schlocky movie like Blood Vessel. This movie should be 100% cheese from start to finish. In fact, it should have an offensive cheesy odour and it doesn't have it. And so it lands somewhere in the middle. Did I like it though? I think, here's where I came, I came in this morning at a 2.5. So somewhere between I didn't like it and I liked it. And I have marinated and murated on this all day. Has it changed? Is there a 0.5 either side? So it dropped to 2 this morning, then by lunchtime it was up to a 3, and I dropped back down to the 2.5, and 
ultimately, Blood Vessel for me, it's not a great movie. I'm kind of glad Shudder put it out though, and I'm sure there's an audience for this one. I am 100% sure there are people out there where Blood Vessel will be in their top 10 for the year. They're crazy people, but I'm sure it'll land. This has a inbuilt audience, and maybe not necessarily that inbuilt audience. I didn't dislike it though. It's not a terrible movie, it's just not the movie I really wanted to be watching. Um, and as a result on that one, I'm going to come in with a three. I, d- I did like a lot of this movie, and the stuff that I didn't like is overshadowed by a lot of the stuff that I think does work well. It's just not the stuff that I want to work well, like the story, and like more death, and more vampire on screen, and that sort of stuff. I don't get that. So that's where I feel comfortable with that grade, and hopefully you'll check it out and let me know what you made of Blood Vessel. It is available right now on Shudder exclusively. You get seven days free if you sign up for Shudder. If you've already got that membership, log on, give it a check out, let me know what you thought. Did it land better with you? Am I being too kind? Which is sometimes the case, according to you guys. Uh, but yeah, three, I feel comfortable with it. I guarantee tomorrow morning I'll be back down to a 2.5. But that's just the way things are. So yeah, Blood Vessel, E3. Is it worth checking out? Mm, it'll not make my top 10. It'll not make my top 20 for the year, for sure. But I'm kind of glad I checked it out. And I don't know if I've rated it higher than Bo Ranstall. I got a feeling I'm maybe marginally rated it higher than him. Which feels weird, because... On paper, this is a Bo Ramsdale movie, so... <laughs> Sometimes things don't transfer well. So yeah, there we go. I'm going to take my final break of this episode. When I come back, I'm closing out the show and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs ladies and gents this has been bonus episode 298 we've been looking at Blood Vessel exclusively available on Shudder right now thank you for checking out this review and remember there's a multitude of ways that you can check out podcasts Under the Stairs the best way to do it the easiest way to do it is whatever podcast you're listening to is on right now hit subscribe that way you get access to all the episodes as and when they drop you get access to the entire rich back catalogue of almost almost 800 episodes from under the stairs while you're subscribing to things subscribe to that teapots collective you get where to begin with you get a little bit of opera omnia some chronicle and doing the nasty it's additional content over there for free as well on a separate channel subscribing to both is the best way to support what i do visit our website it's teapotscast.com the merch page is teapotscast.bigcartel.com we are on facebook you can get involved over there facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Teapots cast. We are also on uh, Facebook for the Teapots Collective, which is just simply facebook.com forward slash Teapots cast. Nice and easy. See how we did that? Kept it all together. There is a theme though, because we are also on the twin prongs of social media sexiness. You can reach out and touch myself and Baz on both of them at Teapots cast for the Instagram and for the Twitters. The podcast under the stairs will return to you, my friends, my colleagues and my dear, dear listeners, when we swing back into action on Saturday with some bonus content. I haven't decided what it's going to look like, but it'll be fun, I guarantee it. 
So until then, whatever you are, what the time zone is and what you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.